This is Zoe Church LA. We're not just fans, but rather followers of Jesus. Tune in as Pastor Chad Veach teaches of God's love and how we can live a Zoe life, an abundant life. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. We're going old school, Old Testament, and um, going to jump into a prayer. A prayer to pray, the prayer of Jabez. It says, now Jabez, which if you are Latin, we would say, now Habez... Well, <laughs> now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. I just want to say, go on record, I think Jabez is the most swagged out gangster name in all of the Bible. Because you can kind of say it like Jabez. <laughs> now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me. And enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that it might not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. I just want to encourage you today. That last bit of that prayer is so powerful for you to understand. God granted his request. I know there's many people here today, and you're making a request in the request box. Can I just tell you, our God still answers prayer. And God answered his request. Let me just tell you, God's going to answer your request. If you got faith for that, you can applaud right now and thank the Lord in advance. A golf clap, or you can get excited that God's going to answer your request. Come on, church. Amen. I want to preach a message today. If you're taking notes, you can write down the title. It's called Reverse the Curse. Reverse the curse. I'm going to pray one more time. Believe that God will speak to us. Father, we thank you that you are so good and so gracious. We remind ourselves today of your love and your mercy and your faithfulness. Thank you that you are who you say you are. And we confess that you can do what you say you could do. Open up our eyes so we can see Jesus. Open up our ears so we can hear the Holy Spirit. Thank you in advance for all the requests that you will answer out of this service today. We thank you and praise you this morning. And God, we are thanking you that although the Rams lost yesterday to the Denver Broncos, it was only preseason. God, we believe we're going to win the Super Bowl in Jesus' name because you love L.A. more than any other city in the world. In Jesus' name. And we all said that's the worst amen i've ever heard and we all said together amen. amen go rams um by show of hands if you have ever in your life at one point made a trade let me just see your hand you've ever traded something made a trade made an exchange when i think of exchanges i think of two things my first thought goes immediately to nordstrom y'all already know that we already exchanged a lot of nordstrom best exchange policy hashtag ever but i also think about being like a kid and going to school and being at the lunch table i don't know about your mom but i love my mom anybody love your mom my mom uh, last week met me out in Dallas, Texas, and my mom, she's so sweet. She just meets everybody and loves everybody. My mom is the sweetest, kindest, greatest Hispanic ever, okay? So she is the best. And my mom, growing up, she packed my lunch. I don't know if you grew up with money and you bought lunch, but we was hood. We, we packed our lunch, okay? So I had a brown paper sack lunch every single day. Holler at me if you're in my club. So, so when I went to the lunch table, I knew I was about to get the same thing every single day day okay so in my lunch is the same bit every day I knew I was gonna get a Capri Sun I knew I was gonna 
get a, a sandwich. And the way I knew that my mom loved me, I'm not trying to judge yours. I'm just saying the knew the way that my mom loved me was my mom cut my sandwich in half. I'm not saying your mom's lazy. I'm just saying my mom loved me, okay? So, so my mom, and she didn't do it like the square way. She did the diagonal way. Holler at your boy. So, so I got a peanut butter and jelly. You know, not the creamy peanut butter, grunge. And so I got, I got my sandwich. I got my fruit. I got my, my little, you know, bar thing. And this is what I'm working with. Now, I would always look across the table at my friends and see what they had. And I'll try and scheme how am I going to get what they have and trade them for what I have. Have. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So I started talking to my friend Rick. Rick! Dang, bro, you looking good, Rick! Yo, Rick, you lost weight? Like, I'm trying to butter him up because I know Rick has a snack pack and pudding is from the Lord. Somebody say amen. I'm trying to trade Rick for what he has and trade my banana for some chocolate pudding. Somebody say amen. So this was always the exchange. I'm trying to trade what I have to get what he has. Jabez in the Bible wants to make an exchange. The Bible says his mom out of birthing pains. No epidural. His mother births Jabez and calls his name Jabez, which means I not only did I birth this child in pain, but he's going to cause me pain. So from the onset, from the genesis, from the beginning of Jabez's life, evil, harsh, determined words were spoke over his life. He was born with a mom that, that cursed him. Jabez dawns to the ripe old age of realization. He says, I have a mom that wanted to curse me but I believe I have a God that wants to bless me. He says, I know she spoke cursing over my life, but I believe that there's a God that wants to speak blessing over my life. Watch what Jabez comes. He comes to God. Now, by the way, in the sovereignty and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, out of all the Old Testament, God wanted you and I to understand the prayer of Jabez so much that obscurely, all of a sudden, in the Old Testament, in the book of First Chronicles, God drops this prayer, I think, because he wants you and I to relate with a figure that was not from a great heritage, not, not from a, a big city, not from a big town. He was a nobody from nowhere, and God wanted to use his life and use this prayer. Jabez comes before the Lord, and he said, God, oh, that you would bless me. Let's give you a few things to encourage you today. Write down the first one. I love this. God wants to bless your life. And this is not positive. We are not on the Oprah Winfrey show today. I'm not just giving you some good vibes at church, okay? I'm declaring you the word of the Lord and the nature of God. Our God wants to bless your life. To be blessed means to be fulfilled. To be blessed means to be happy, to be satisfied. God wants you to be fulfilled. God wants you to be satisfied. Let's just go Bible, Jeremiah 29, 11. Watch what God declares over your life. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. What kind of plans does he have? Plans to prosper you. Give you a hope and a future. That's plans of blessing. Watch what the Bible says in Proverbs about the blessing of the Lord. I'm going to go King James Version because I know a lot about the Bible. Don't be intimidated. Watch what it says. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh one rich and he addeth no sorrow to it. That's what the Bible is saying. God wants to bless you and it doesn't come strings attached. It doesn't be come because you've earned it or deserve it. God wants to bless you because you belong to him. God wants to bless you because you're a son and a daughter of the Most High God. I just feel like somebody ought to thank the Lord that God wants to bless your life. Please, can we just go law of opposite for just one moment? Law of opposite. Imagine if God wanted to curse you. God wanted to curse you. That means that God would want to frustrate you. 
God would want to damper you. God would want to keep you restricted. God would want to keep you down, malnourished, poverty stricken. That is a God that would want to curse you. But our God, that is the opposite nature of his character. God wants to bless you. God wants the blessing of the Lord to rest on your family, to rest on your business, to rest on your children, to rest on your home. Come on, am I thankful today that our God has determined and set his face to bless your life? Come on, if you're blessed today, you ought to put your hands together and thank the Lord. It's his desire and his nature. Come on, just a little bit louder because I'm excited that God wants to bless you. I just want to say, God wants to bless Zoe Church, God wants to bless Los Angeles, and God wants to bless you. The blessing of the Lord is coming your way. So God wants, he says, oh, that you would, I was cursed, but now I'm blessed. Oh, that you would bless me, and watch the next part of the prayer, and that you would enlarge my territory. Write down number two, our God, he wants to increase your life. He wants to give you a greater influence. He wants to give you a greater reach. Our God wants to expand your horizon. He wants to take you beyond your wildest dreams. He said, God, I know you're going to bless me to be fulfilled and satisfied and content, but now he, he's marching into influence. Now he's marching into a greater, a bigger sphere. Now, just hear me today. All of us have a sphere over our life. All of us have a grace zone. God has given you a restricted grace zone that God has given you the ability to reach a certain amount of people or make a certain amount of money or to lead a certain amount of uh, a group. But, but, but today, what Jabez is saying, God, enlarge my territory. Take me beyond my, my supernatural border. I remember years ago, I was down in El Paso, Texas, and I was preaching down in El Paso, and I wanted to go on a run. And, um, and so I asked the people, you know, can I, tomorrow, you know, is, I know it's 500 degrees down here, but can I go on a run tomorrow? And they said, yeah, you know, you, yeah, it's safe. You can go on a run because El Paso is a border town and El Paso's on the American side. They have the border. And then Juarez, Mexico at the time was the most dangerous city in the world. And, and so I'd ask them if I can go on a run. Cause you know, I got to stay fit for Julia. She wants me to be in shape, trying to go four kids and everything. <laughs> Last night I told on accident, I said that I was like, Hey, my name is Chad Veach. I'm from LA and I have four kids. And I was like, Oh Jesus. No, I don't. That's not prophetic. <laughs> I was like, I take it back. Reverse the curse. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, so afraid. No. <laughs> so, so <laughs> only you would bless me, not with four, but, um, <laughs> so, so yeah. What was I talking about? My body that she wants. Yeah. Anyway. So so I was like, I want to go on a run. Well, later in the evening, I said to the people that were hosting us, I said, hey, will you take me across the border into Juarez? I'm kind of a gangster. I'm interested in gang activity. Can, you t can I go into Juarez? And they was like, Pastor, just stop. You laugh too ferocious for that. That's just, don't judge my journey, bro. And so, you know. Um, so, so I asked them, you know, will you take me into Warriors so I can go into Warriors and, you know, see, see, see all the stuff that's going on. And they said, oh, Pastor Chad, we'll, we will never take you into Warriors. War is too dangerous. It's, it's, it's the worst. You, you might not come back a lot. We're not going to take you into Warriors. And, and they said, but, but you can run in El Paso because, ironically, Juarez is the most dangerous city in the world. But, ironically, El Paso is the safest city in America. thought to myself, that is the power of a border. Some of you today need to set in your life a border of restriction for some activity in your world. To lay down a border. Jabez is addressing the territory or the border, the sphere in his life. He's saying, God, extend 
my border. Strengthen and, and take out my reach. Watch what Isaiah says. Isaiah says it this way. He says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch out your tent curtains. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. What's the Bible saying? He's saying the stake of your life is here. Let's throw it out a little bit further. Let's give you a little bit more resource and finance and influence and reach. Come on. We don't want to stay small. We don't want to stay at the same place. We're trying to do something for the glory of the Lord. We're trying to build his church. We're trying to make his name famous. I don't want to stay small. Anybody else? Anybody asking the Lord to increase your life? God wants to bless you. Satisfaction. But God wants to use you. That's influence. He's saying, oh, that you would give me more of a reach, more influence. Last night we had somebody uh, come as a guest to the, uh, to the show in, in Concord. And after I got done preaching, he texted me this wonderful text. He said, wow, that was, you know, that was awesome. And, and he put in the text, this is such an insight. He said, I know that you're the type of person that gives all the glory to God. He said, you are powerful, but all the glory to God. I thought, isn't that an amazing thought? He saw me preaching but he knew that none of it is about me it's about the glory of God God wants to increase you and it has nothing to do with just you it's so that he can his name can get famous his name can get the recognition not to us not to us be the glory but to your name come on Zoe if anybody wants influence so that you can use it for the glory of God come on put your hands together and thank the Lord that you don't only just get blessed come on church but you can get influence for the glory of his of his name Oh, that you would bless me and, and you would enlarge my territory. And I love the third part. Now he goes from blessing and influence to relationship. And that your, oh God, I love this. And that, whoo, and that your hand would be on me. This is personal now. He's not talking about just I feel satisfied or I've got, I've got resource. Now it's a relation that your hand would be. A, perhaps Jabez never had a youth pastor. Perhaps Jabez never had a mentor. Perhaps he was never in the big brother system. Perhaps he just had a mother that cursed him and he felt lonely and rejected and betrayed. And he felt like nobody was ever with him. And he's begging now for relationship. God, let me sense that you're with me. I don't want to show up with influence without you. I don't want to get the blessing without you. I want to be with you. I, I crave intimacy. I crave relation. God, let your hand be on me. Write down number three. God's hand is already on your life. It's not that today if you pray that God will now start to put his hand on your life. Just a heads up, God's hand has been on your life all the days of your life. He has been with you. He has been leading you. He has been protecting you. He has hedged you in. Watch Psalm 139. I love this verse so much. Psalm 139. You have hedged me in behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Watch, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. David is saying a prayer. He's saying, God, I know that you've hedged me in. You ever see on a TV show or a movie when they have a suspect and they finally captured him and they come in the cop cars from this way and that way and they come from the building and they, they've got him right where they want and they say, put, put your hands up. You're surrounded. You're surrounded today. God has you hedged in. He is before you. He is behind you. He is around you. His hand is on your life. 
when God's hand gets on something, when the hand of the Lord is on someone, it's an unstoppable force. You can, it's favor. It's grace. It's the hand of the Lord. Let me just tell you today, God's hand is on you. If you didn't have the hand of the Lord, you would have already messed up your life. You would have already been in trouble. You would have already gone sideways. But God's hand has been on your life. Somebody ought to thank the Lord that the hand of God is upon him today. He says, God, put your hand on me. Let me sense that you're with me. I need to know that you, not just that you're blessing me and expanding my horizon, but let me feel you that you're with me. Jesus said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Put your hand on my life. Anybody thankful today that God's hand is on your life? God's hand is on your business. God's hand is on your marriage. God's hand is on you. Recognize the hand of the Lord. Remember in the Bible, there was a father that went to pray for two of his children. And they confused him. The oldest got tricked by the youngest. And he ended up praying and not blessing Esau. But he blessed his younger son, Jacob. And the hand of blessing came upon him. When you get the hand of God on you, the hand of the Lord by his outstretched arm, by the hand of grace and the hand of mercy, he will sustain you and he will go before you. He says, oh, that you will bless me. Enlarge my territory and that your hand would be upon me. I love the insight, the revelation, and the intuitive nature of Jabez because watch how smart Jabez is. He says, God, if you're going to bless me and you're going to promote me and I got the hand of the Lord, Watch how he ends his prayer. And that you would keep me from evil that it might not bring me harm. In other words, Jamie is so smart. He said, God, if I start getting blessed and promoted and I got your hand, do not let me get so arrogant and full of myself that I start walking around like, oh, you ain't blessed? Yo, I'm mad blessed. <laughs> you ain't get promoted? Yo, I've been mad promoted. Don't let me get so full of myself. The Bible says that before destruction comes, pride comes. It says pride comes before the fall. In other words, Jabez is praying a simple prayer. He's saying, God, keep me in the fear of the Lord. You know, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. He's saying, God, don't let me get into evil activity. Don't let me mess around. Don't let me cross the border. The Lord, help me to keep in the fear of the Lord. Would you write down number four? And I pray this encourages you today that our God has the power to keep you from destroying your life. God has the power to keep you from destroying your life. Some of you, you would, if it was up to you, you would have already destroyed yourself. But God has put his hand on your life and kept you from sinning kept you from destruction kept you from messing things up so far beyond repair no you haven't gone that far because of the hand of God he's saying God keep me keep me right here so I stay humble so I stay before you knowing you're the author you're the blesser you're the expander your hand is on me it's all about you it's for your glory Lord, Lord keep me that, that don't let me get around evil that it might not bring me harm I always think about the story of Abraham and King Abimelech in the Bible, there's a story where Abraham was traveling with his wife, Sarah, and they go into this town and Abraham's kind of afraid for his life. This is an Old Testament story and Abraham's kind of afraid. So instead of saying that he's his wife, that Sarah is his wife, he says, oh, you know, that this girl, she's my sister. Now I'm just going to give you a heads up. If you are married, don't ever do that. 
unless you would like to die. And so he, he's afraid. So he says, this is my sister. Well, the king, he was thinking this is free game. So he gets on ChristianHarmony.com. They match up. She, Sarah's available. Anyways, and so he brings a cause for her. He's about to sleep with this woman. He's about to sleep with this woman. He thinks she's free. She, he did not know she's a married woman. The Bible says that God comes and starts to mess with this king. Starts to literally just kind of put his finger on this king's life. And the king comes before God. He says, God, I, I, I didn't know. I, they told me that she was a married woman. I would never do this if I knew who she was. And watch what God says to this king. This is so powerful. This is so profound. This is so encouraging. Watch what the Bible says to this king. Genesis chapter 20, verse 6. And God said to this king, Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. For I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Our God has the power to keep you from destroying your life. Let's go New Testament. The Bible says, no temptation has overtaken you, but what is common to man. And God is faithful, who will never allow the temptation to become more than you can bear, but will always provide a way of escape. What the Bible is saying is if we stay here saying, God, help me, lead me. I want to stay away from evil. I don't want to destroy my life. That God has the power supernaturally to keep you from destroying your life. Anybody thankful today that he's not only a, a blesser, anybody thankful today he's a deliverer. Come on, give him some praise if you believe that about our God today. And God granted him his request. I'm going to invite the worship team to come. Some of you need to be encouraged today. Because some of us, we walk in and we think to ourselves, I don't know if God wants to bless me. He does. I don't know if I can get promoted. Maybe God's always promoting my friend, and he's always promoting that church, and he's always promoting those guys. No, God wants to promote you. I don't ever feel like, that. you know, I, the hand of God, could it be on me? Could it be on my family? Could it be on my business, on my home? Yes, the hand of the Lord is on you. Can God keep, I've been sinning left and right. I can't stop myself from sinning. I sin all the time. Yeah, you, you sin, we all sin, but God can keep you from destruction. God can keep you from destroying your life. Come on, am I thankful today that our God has the power to reverse the curse? Come on, Zoe, give him some 12 p.m. praise. I want you to stand to your feet with me today. Maybe you walked in and you didn't realize that you and I have been born with a curse. But you know, for a lot of us, we didn't walk in or realize today that, that we've all been born into a curse like Jabez. But the Bible says that we actually were, at one point, you and I, we were cursed. But Jesus, out of his love for you and I, he went to the cross to reverse the curse. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. The Bible says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. By becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. Today we celebrate and we exalt. Not just the God that blesses us. Not just the God that promotes us. Puts his hand on us. But we're worshiping the God that says, Give me what you have. And I'll give you what I have. What do you want to trade? It's all up for debate. What do you want to trade? I don't care how measly and how poor. 
and how broken it is that you want to give me, I know what I want to give you. I'm going to put up a list of things that God wants to trade you today. Just, just follow along because some of you need to make an exchange and reverse this curse. By the way, God's exchange policy is better than Nordstrom's. Maybe you came in with sin. God will give you righteousness. Foolishness. God says, bring it to me. I'll give you wisdom. Weakness. God will give you strength. Inadequacy. God will give you adequacy. Poverty for riches. Defeat. He'll give you victory. Anybody sick today? Lift your hand. You got sickness. God will trade you for healing. Anxiety for peace. Bondage for freedom. Emptiness for filth for fulfillment failure for success rejection God will trade that for acceptance today fear you got fear God will give you his power insecurity man we got a lot of insecure people but don't worry we can cast our insecurity upon him and he can give us come on some holy confidence today in the name of Jesus shame for forgiveness mourning for joy and if you walked in feeling cursed I declare in the name of Jesus that you're walking out with a blessing from the Lord. Oh, come on, lift a hand to heaven. Father, we thank you that you sent your one and only son today to die for our sins. Today, we say that you have no rival and you have no equal. And today, we are blessed because of Jesus. Come on. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. We hope you were inspired and encouraged by the message. To get more information about Zoe Church, check out our website, www.zoechurch.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the newly added Snapchat under the handle Zoe Church LA. Have a blessed day.